Hey y'all, <clears throat> what's up? Welcome back to my podcast. I'm your host Shakira Edwards and this is the Bad Girls Going Good podcast. So what is up? I am back with another episode that is going to bless y'all. It's going to bless y'all today. I promise you it is. Okay. So <clears throat> this is an episode that has been drawn out, obviously, because I should have been came on and gave you guys an update. But I kind of like to wait towards the end of my um towards the end, towards my anniversary date to kind of give you an overview about the year and um, how it went and what I learned, what I didn't learn. So um, what I need to change, um, what blessed me, all kinds of things about celibacy, about this journey. So um, that's what I'm here to do today. I'm here to uh, give y'all kind of an update of what's been going on this whole year because I'm getting ready to approach my um, anniversary. I'm, I've accomplished, uh, accomplished, accomplished. <laughs> I've completed another year almost, and I'm so thankful because God has been sustaining me this entire time. Listen, this entire time. Okay, so but every year it seems like. it's just he just oh my god this one is amazing like this year i haven't had none of the struggles that i had the previous year like god just did it it just did it i've changed my mindset obviously on some things and how i was approaching the situation so we're gonna get into all that so i got my coffee here i got my notes here i'm ready okay so we're gonna get into prayer and then we're gonna get into the word so, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for this podcast. Lord, I ask that you cover this podcast. Cover the people that's listening to it. Cover their ears. Open up their spiritual ears and spiritual eyes, God. Penetrate their hearts so they can hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. Because it's not me that's giving this um, revelation or giving these ideas. It's you, Father God. And we just thank you. We give you all the glory. Lord, I just thank you for overcoming this whole year. And I just thank you for what you're doing in my life. And um, just so that I can be a blessing to others to help others through this process. God, to encourage and let them know that they can do this. God, is for you. And if they love you, they can, Father God. I'm going to say that again. If they love you, they can. They can They can do anything in you. And God, we just thank you for that. We thank you for everything. Again, what you're doing in all of our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. All right, y'all. So let's get started. All right, so... Where do I want to start? <clears throat> Celibacy. Okay, so I don't know. Um, you guys have to go back on uh, some of my episodes when I've talked about how I started, how I, um, what made me start, all kinds of stuff. All right, so you can get kind of caught up because this episode here is just about this particular year that I've been celibate, um, and what I've learned and what I've accomplished during this year. So. Uh, so y'all go back and check out those other episodes of my celibacy journey because it clearly is a journey, y'all. It's not easy. It's not. I'm not going to get on here and say, well, let me change that because it gets easier. It's so crazy. It seems like the longer you do it, the easier it gets. It's that type of thing. But, um, and the way you change, you're, you're approaching the situation, your perspective on this thing is what's going to help you hear me hear me good your perspective on celibacy and why your why is what's going to help you do not forget your why okay so um yeah so go back and check out those other episodes and um 
so you can see how I started and stuff like that. So, yeah. Okay, so today I want to talk about one one of the main things is why. Why? So the Lord had been dealing with me about my why. Obviously, my first year of celibacy was absolutely horrific. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie to y'all. If y'all in that first year... Hit me up. Let me know how y'all go, how how it's going. Because I'm telling you, that is a difficult year. I'm telling you, I don't care. And I know you other, you know, people who's been celibate or or is walking in this longer than a year. You know that first year is is horrific. Like it's very hard. But if you can get past that first year, y'all, it's a blessing. It really is. It's a blessing. Even in that year alone, it's a blessing. But you gotta change your perspective of why. So why am I saying this? Because the first year i was just focusing on oh i i need to stop having sex because i'm waiting on this man to appear right i'm waiting on my husband so that's why i was like not having sex right i was doing it because out of fear for one two i was doing it because i felt like okay god gonna get me if i don't do it i'm gonna get in trouble if i do it so it was conviction really and and also i wanted a husband like at that time because now it's like what is that what is what is that but we'll get into that but yeah so make sure you understand your why and listen y'all y'all why has to be god period i'm a living witness i'm here to tell you if your why is not god and you and because you love him you might as well hang that up because you're going to have a hard time. You're going to have a hard time. If you go into this thing thinking that you're going to get something or think you're going to get a husband and he, oh, I'm going to be celibate for one year and he's going to come. Hey, that may be some people's story, but but that's not, that may not be your story. God may be calling you into celibacy for five years. You don't know. You know, he may, it may be a year. We don't know. So you can't go into that thing expecting an outcome like uh, like that, like I'm going to get a husband because anything can happen in the midst of this. You need to be doing this. The Bible tells us that we are to submit our bodies as a living sacrifice. It didn't say we are to submit our bodies as a, a living sacrifice for a husband. Let me say that again. The Bible didn't say we are to submit our bodies as a living sacrifice for a husband. It said we are to submit our bodies as a living sacrifice for God, holy and acceptable holy y'all he sets us apart so we are doing this because we are set apart because for one we love him and we want we want to obey him because we love him we don't want to just obey him because we fear him we do fear him but we want to obey him because out of love we're just doing it it's just like a it's just something that you do after a while the love that you have for him the things that you do for him is just something that you do it's like a root it's like a routine like i just do it i don't check behind how I feel about my kids and what I do for them in my house because I just do it because I love them. There's no question. I don't question making sure they have, making sure they do and making sure I'm doing what they, what needs to be done so they can have a roof over their head, a car to get around, like love. Like I, I don't do it. I'm not second guessing myself because just because. And that's the same mindset you need to have when you're dealing with Christ. I'm not doing it just for something. I'm not doing it for what he can give me. I'm doing it because I I want to show him that I love him. And, and a part of that is me showing him how I love him through my body. Because I don't want... Because first of all, let me, let me just say this. I'm going to just say this, okay? You house the Holy Spirit in you. If you think about that, you're like, bro... I don't even, when you, we grieve the Holy Spirit so much, if you sit here and think about the Holy Spirit and, and how he's our guide and the and our comforter and we around here laying up, 
man, that junk could turn your stomach. But you gotta have that mentality, like, bro, that don't, that's messing with me. That's I can't do that. I cannot give myself away like that. Like I can't because I house the Holy Ghost, and I can't can't play around with him because he he my comforter. He the one how I get through. He's my helper. I can't. I just ain't gonna be able to do it. I ain't gonna be able to do it. So you gotta have that type of mindset. Um, when you operating in this celibacy thing, y'all, seriously, I'm serious. Okay. So that's one thing God has been dealing with me about. So one of the main things, another main thing, sorry, <sighs> y'all, I got to say this. God, help me get this out. Hold on. I'm opening my notes so I can make sure I'm, I'm not missing nothing. Satan. <laughs> I got a little laugh at him because he think he's slick, y'all. He really do. But I'm up. My mouth is is ready. I, I, God is gonna use me to help y'all. I'm telling y'all, I'm not going through this just for me. I know it. So, <clears throat> one of the main reasons you got to know your why is because of Satan. He know if you don't know your why. He knows if it's not rooted in your heart to be serving God for real, for real, like for real, for real. Because I'm gonna tell you what he gonna do, and it's gonna mess some of y'all up because of the, your heart posture is off. So y'all need to go back to the father and say, God, cleanse me, cleanse me of why I'm doing this. God, give me a perspective of why God open up my heart to know why God, I love you so much. I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to abuse you. I don't want to do nothing to you because I love you. And if it was, if abstaining for sex is going to help me in that area, I'm not doing it. So you got to know that because let me tell you what Satan going to do. <laughs> all your little booze, yeah. All your little things you used to be chilling with, and, and all that. I'm tell you, they gonna they gonna get in relationships in your face. They some of them may get married in your face. Oh my God, Satan gonna paint that picture so good, it's gonna look so good to you, and you are gonna be like, man, I missed out. That's what the enemy going to try to get you to think. If you ain't strong in your mind, that's Satan. That's how he played mind games with you. He'll get you thinking, dang, man, how, why, how is it that I'm the one that's doing the right thing? Like, literally, I'm the one that's over here not even doing that. And they married or they having this happy, quote, unquote, relationship in my face. Like, all around you, all around you, you just going to see it. Just, like, abundant, abundance of it, like what and so it make you think like what am i why am i even doing this, this is what satan wants you to think they getting this they getting that why why i can't get that like what the heck what's taking so long god you start questioning god you start rushing the process you started getting impatient with what god is doing because because come on he's setting up a treasure on listen y'all gotta understand what's happening it don't matter if you don't obtain marriage on earth, you are married to Christ and you're going to heaven. You got to have that type of mindset to get to be able to sway through this thing because the enemy going to come at you. I'm telling you right now, he's going to come at you because he's going to be like, you're going to be looking around I'm, and not even your little booze, not even your little exes, whatever, whoever, not even them, just people in general around you across the board. You're going to be seeing it left and right relationships, marriage, relationships, marriage. And so what the enemy is doing is trying to mess with your mindset. He's trying to mess with your eyesight. That's why the Bible tells us. That's why God tells us to guard your heart above all else. Because out of it flows the what? The issues of life. You have to guard your gates. Guard your eyes. Guard your ears. Make sure you stand in your word. Make sure you, you, you eat in that word. 
I promise you, in this morning when I was in prayer, I was just reciting words, reciting scripture after scripture because I was coming for that devil because he was trying to come against my mind about what I was seeing. And I'm like, bro, I don't care. Like, what the heck? Like, do you know who lives inside of me? You clearly forgot. But let me remind you that I greater is he that's in me. That's he that's in the world. Again, let me say that again for somebody who's listening. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. So I'm doing greater, even though it looks like I'm not getting anything, even though it looks like I'm not accomplishing anything by, by abstaining from sexual activities. First of all, that's not the only thing that I'm abstaining for, from. It's a whole bunch of other stuff that in, in the world that I'm not doing that I'm trusting and believing God for. He require It's a requirement that I don't do it. It's a commandment. You are a child of God. If you're listening to me, you are a child of God. You can't do what everybody is doing. If you're chosen, you can't go where everybody's going. You can't say what everybody is saying. And I'm going to just say it. You ain't finna marry just because. You best believe God has a, or arranged marriage for you. Why? Because it's a kingdom mindset. It's a kingdom, a kingdom of agenda of why and when you're going to get married to this person. People are going to be set free through your marriage. You think the enemy going to just let you just get married? <laughs> you think the devil going to just let you get up, just let you get married just because when you got souls attached to your marriage, you think that devil ain't finna come for your neck? You think the devil ain't finna come for you? You better know the power of the Holy Ghost. You better know the power of God when you getting ready to walk in this thing for real, for real, because I'm telling you, Satan is coming. He, and he ain't coming to play around. He going to be putting stuff in your face. You're going to be like, what the heck? You're going to really have to be in your, in your word. Shut it down. Get in your word because it's going to try to distract you and, and um, demote you down to go back to your old lifestyle. Go back to your old. Well, you, some of you women, some of you men, like, man, how, you are, you're a man of God. You holding yourself up, right? You got these beautiful girls around here. Beautiful bodies, beautiful faces. Don't get it twisted, man. You better check their spirits. You better check their heart. Just because they're beautiful don't mean they serve God. Don't mean they love God. It's important that you know who you are because then you know who you're supposed to be with. If you know that you're a child of God and you know that God has chosen you to walk this thing out to be a vessel in the kingdom, you got to know you ain't going to just be with no beautiful, no beautiful girl just because she's beautiful. Can she pray? I, I say this all the time. Do she love God? You got to know who you are, man of God, man of God. You got to know who you are so you can be with this woman. So you can be with somebody like you. It's crazy, but you're going to marry your sister. Like, basically, <laughs> not not logically thinking, but for real, somebody that's connected in the kingdom. I got to share my vision. God gave me a dream. God gave me a dream, y'all. About this person, right? And we were working. We were working and I was in the factory and I was working like in this factory and he came in and I was working, but he was going to get ready to do the work, the same work. What does that mean? What does that mean? Your spirits are in alignment. First of all, y'all working. People are missing the concept of marriage. Like what the heck? It's not just for you to just be out here enjoying self, enjoying your one another, which that is a part of it. But you got to understand when you were in a kingdom agenda, when you are in a kingdom of agenda, you are here to work. Period. So he's a part of your assignment. You're a part of his assignment. Y'all each other assignment. Plus y'all got an assignment together. So 
I want you to understand that, listen, while you walking into this celibacy thing, first understand your why. You need to understand why. And if it's anything outside of God, I'm doing this because I love you. You better go back and check yourself or it's going to be, he going to try to come even harder for you. He going to really try to come at you because he know your why is not grounded in God. He knows these things. Okay. So that's one. Those are two things I think I just mentioned that I figured out this year. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I basically, let me see. I basically, um, this year to me has been very chill. Like I really have no distractions this year. Like I did last time. I didn't really have those type of distractions, maybe because I'm, I'm, I was focused on work, really. Like, <clears throat> when I mean work, I mean working for God and what he's calling me to do and, you know, my different assignments, different things that he got me on. But this shit wasn't that bad. It, was, it, was, it wasn't bad at all. It was way, way, way more chill than the previous year. And... um. I had my moments. I'm going I'm a human, you know what I'm saying? I have my moments. And it and it's more of um hmm, it's more of not wanting sex. Really it's not really the sex part. It's more of the companion part. Like if I was to struggle with anything this year, I would have to say that it would be struggling to not having nobody around that understand me like that or accepting me for who who God has called me to be. And so I'm just sitting with the Lord, which is fine. But I was kind of maybe, you know, every now and then I was lacking a partner. Thank you, Holy Spirit. That's what I was lacking out. Like, dang, you know, I ain't really got nobody I could vibe out with. Like, <laughs> and understand me to the fullest. Like, I'm talking about to the fullest, fullest and not judge me, you know? So... Uh, that was kind of hard sometimes every now and then I would get in my little feelings and, but I wouldn't stay in those feelings. That's another thing. Y'all stay out your feelings. When you on this, when you on this journey right here, you better, what is a feeling? You better stay out of them. Confront them because they going to come because we are in the human flesh. Get out of them quickly. Okay. As quick as you get them in them, get out of them. As quick as you get in your feelings, get out of your feelings because your feelings going to mess you up every time. What I tell people all the time, God does not operate in feelings. He acknowledges your feelings, but that's not where he operates. So you cannot be led by your feelings. You got to be led by the spirit. You can't be led by your feelings because I'm telling you, your feelings, you may be feeling some type of way. <laughs> and you can't just be, I used to be the one to live in my feelings. So I know I used to live in my feelings. I like however I felt right then and there. I'm like hitting them up. Like, like hey, what's up? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's up? Like, but I can't do that. I can't do that. If I feel like that for that second, I'm like, okay. And then I go get me some ice cream and I'm straight. I go in the, in the presence of the Lord and those feelings just went away. Like, <laughs> And now, what if I would operate myself in those feelings, which I have before in the past, and I got myself entangled in some crap because of how I felt right then in that moment? That's what the enemy do. He lives in your feelings because how if you feel right then, you want to act on it. That's how Satan does. But we're not doing that when we're kingdom, kingdom mindsets. When we're operating in the Lord, we don't think like that. We don't operate by our feelings. We operate by the spirit. Okay. So that's another thing. Stay out your feelings, y'all. Stay out your feelings. Um, let me see. I'm looking at my notes. Make sure I don't miss nothing. 
Oh, yeah, I'm going to say this. Sin will never win. Sin will never win. So if it look like people winning around you while they're sinning, don't pay that no mind. Blow that over. That's just a just knock that out of the way. That's that's how you trump that. You ain't judging them people, and you're not talking down on them people. But truth is, that's a fact. The truth is a fact. Okay, sin will never win. Even though Satan try to make it look like you're winning, you ain't winning. If you're sinning, thank you, Holy Spirit. So y'all make sure y'all understand that clearly. Understand that clearly. So when when he try to mess, put stuff across your path, I always think about Jesus when he was bought. When uh, he was bought on the, he was on the high mountain. He was in a high place, right? And so Satan tried to show him all the riches in the world, what he'd give him if he served him. What did Jesus do? Get behind me, saying you. Listen, man should not live by what bread alone, but every word that what come out of the mouth of God. Okay, so listen, what God is trying to tell you is don't pay attention to Satan because he crazy and he tried to do stuff in your face. You better know the word of God. Sin will never win, no matter what it look like. So that's one thing, right? So, um. I was putting all kind of scriptures in my notes, y'all. I'm not playing. God, God was dealing with me about this. I was um just showing the Lord how, <laughs> telling the Lord how how it don't matter what it what's going on. Like I, my love is there. The love is there for Him. So the father, so the father spoke to me this morning, today. He said, "So many people are waiting for marriage, believing for a husband, but nobody is is just enjoying their relationship with me." I'm gonna say that again. So many people are out here waiting on marriage, believing me for marriage for a husband or a wife, but nobody is enjoying their relationship with me. So what God was showing me was. That's what I've been doing, but I, it's going to get better. The other day, he was speaking to me about my, um, I was in courtship, which I've, I've been in courtship with Jesus. Like, I, I, we've been courting one another, been getting to know one another. And so, now we're getting ready to enter into a marriage. Well, you know, like a real covenant, you know. And a lot of people think that you just, as soon as you get saved, you just married to Jesus. And that's not the case. You get what I'm saying? It's a relationship. You got to go through different process and do different levels to even get to the place to say, I'm married to him. You get what I'm saying? It's same in the natural. You don't just meet somebody and marry them, right? You got to get to know them. So what God is saying is many people out here believing me for marriage, believing me. Oh, God said he going to send my husband. Oh, God said he going to send my wife. Oh, I'm being Solomon. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. And, you know, everybody's talking about the weight, the weight and kingdom marriage and all this right here. But everybody missing the concept of being with the father, being with Jesus, being one with him, being one with him in the spirit, being one with him. You need to work on your relationship with him first and all that stuff will be adding unto you. That's scripture, y'all. That's scripture. Work on you and him and everything else will be added. You won't even think. Listen, this is the year I'm telling you. I was not even thinking like that. 
for a moment, God had to get me together because he still told me promise marriage still stands. Because I was like, God, I was scared. I hadn't got to the point. I'm just like, God, I'm scared. Like, I don't even know if I want to do this anymore. I'm so content with you. I don't even know if I want to bring this person in my life with that drama, man. God said, I'm not going to bring you nobody with no drama. But it's not even, that was my mindset. Like, I'm just good. I'm good. <laughs> God said, okay. I understand you good. But I got work for you to do. And you need to work with him to do it. I'm like, all right, whatever. All right. All right. If you want me to work with this man, you want me to be this man partner, I will do that. I will do that. Okay. But I'm just letting you know. That I'm good, you know, just for the record, I'm good, you know, so that's the type of mindset that you got to have. I never thought in a million years that I would be having that type of mindset because I always lack that. I'm like, God, I just I just needed somebody just want somebody right there, like just so I could be a tangible somebody I can talk to and just kick it with when the whole time I got Jesus right there, right there, literally through this whole process, through this whole everything in my life. And so that's the type of mindset that God wants you to have. The same same thing. You need to be focused on him. And don't be focusing on marriage. Be focused on marry, marrying him while you're in this celibacy journey. If you're starting out, if you're in the middle of it, whatever you at in this journey, get your mind on Jesus. Point blank, period. Get your mind on Jesus, okay? So... I remember when this prophet came to me before I got serious about this celibacy, right? If you know, you know, you know my story. God has spoke to me about this particular thing years and I didn't do it. And I was just bucking, right? So, um, I remember her telling me that I needed to heal. And I began to cry because I'm like, I, I, I register. I, recognize what she was saying to me it registered to me in my spirit what she was saying to me i began to cry because i knew i needed to heal but i just couldn't figure it i couldn't get out of that stuff i was in bondage you get what i'm saying and so she said you god got somebody for you and i'm just like okay you know it, it felt good to hear that i never thought in a million years that it would be to this place where i'm like i don't i know why you got this person for me though you get what i'm saying like it's not nothing to really to do with love part <laughs> It is. Let me let me explain, because it does have something to do with love. But the love that we think in the world is totally opposite from the love that that the father is talking about. I'm telling you right now. So I was thinking, oh, that gushy love, be like, ooh, you know, I love him so much, and I'll Google it eyes. And God said, I don't operate in Google it eyes. I don't operate in mushy gushy. I don't operate in that. That ain't me. That's not. That's not. That ain't the type of love I'm talking about unconditional that unconditional y'all i gotta get into that that's a whole nother word that's a whole nother podcast for another day because that's gonna bless you too because you think you out here loving somebody the whole time you don't love that person for real like for real for real like for real for real because stuff is gonna be happening and god gotta know that you'll be able to weather the storm just like with jesus just like our relationship with him thank you holy ghost thank you holy spirit just like our relationship with him, it be, it, be, it be getting real ghetto out here sometimes. You be like, what? But he want to know. He want to be able to trust. So you going to let me go? You going to let my hand go? Because the wind blowing? Because it's a flood coming at your house? Now you going to let my hand go? You don't love me? You don't love me, man? So that's the same type, that's the same type of mindset you got to have approaching this husband situation and this wife situation. 
you better you better go sit with the father and say god okay what's your perspective on this because i'm used to just oh i love him oh he love me you know what i'm saying you know y'all know that worldly love ain't got nothing to do with that agape love that's a whole nother ball game so again you need to understand the the love of the father first he need you need to he need to show you his love then you can be like oh okay that makes sense now that makes sense why you're gonna be married that makes sense you know so that's one thing um the lord has spoke let me see <sighs> so yeah that's those are some of the things that I learned this year. So I'm excited about the next year because I feel like I'm going to be, I don't know. Hey, he might want to come through and send send in person. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even, even care though. Like, honestly, God, I'm cool. I'm chilling. Like, if he decided to send him this year, cool. If he don't, cool. Like, we cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm good. I'm good either way. Um, I'm good either way. Like, I learned a lot this year, man. Just about, I'm excited about the follow the upcoming year because of what I learned this previous year. And that's the same how it was the year before. Like I was so excited. I'm just so excited to see what God is getting ready to do in my life concerning the area. And I've been so blessed y'all. It's been a blessing to be able to be free minded, to be free in your mind, because you got to understand that sex clouds your judgment, sex clouds your judgment, especially when you ain't married. You sitting out here having sex with this person and you you can't think straight because you're doing it. You're making a covenant with somebody that's probably not your husband. And you are blindsided. The enemy is blindsided. You you can't think straight. You can't focus on what God has you focusing on because you're too busy laying up. Like, come on, man. I understand that the, the world says it's good for you. It's good for you. I see some, a TikTok the other day. I'm like, bro, he really out here really like, really? <laughs> Satan ain't playing, okay? He the dudes on there saying how, you know, scientifically health wise, how why you need to have sex. What? Like I'm just sitting there looking at him like, okay. That that you need to have sex. You stress. You need to have sex because you this it makes your body feel good. It makes you 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 your your all kinds of things the world has said of why you need to have sex. Not none of it is mentioning that sex is a gift from God and it's to, it's to be in the confinement of marriage because it's a powerful 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 thing. Y'all promise you. I gotta do another podcast on that too. How powerful sex is that people don't understand. That's a that's a beast. Y'all better not even play with that beast if you ain't ready. It's a beast. It's something that will break you down, break your heart in half, and can't no medicine, can't no natural fix, nothing fix that. Only God be able to fix your heart after that because you, I'm telling y'all, don't play with the beast if you ain't ready for what the beast can give. That is a powerful thing that needs to be in the confinements of marriage it needs to be in the container of marriage why is that because it's a power it's powerful it is and so people out here just you around here jacked up sleeping with whoever and you could be just sleeping with that one person and you still jacked up you still jacked up okay and i want to say this i'm gonna just say this for the record because i feel like this need to be said that's marriage first of all having sex and then stop having, you're not having sex no more. You get married and you feel like, oh, I'm saved now because I ain't doing that. You better check them other sinful ways for one and make sure because sex ain't going to save you from going to hell. 
marriage, period. Because you could be marrying Satan. You don't know. And he could cause you to be sinning. He's not leading you or she's not helping you, you know, where with your walk with Christ. Y'all don't think that marriage is a, is a, you exempt because you married or I'm exempt. It's other sins out here that's going to cause you from, from not going to heaven. And the main one is not having a relationship with Jesus. Because you could be married and you make this marriage an idol. You can make this human, this person that you with an idol. And you don't even serve God. You forgot. What the heck? Some of you don't even serve God. You're too busy worrying about your marriage. I know it cut. It's okay. It's supposed to. If you got convicted when you heard that out of my voice, you need to get yourself together and get with God. Because I'm telling you, you fool around with that husband or that wife, you're going to go to hell. Don't do it. God will bless your marriage. But you need to put him first. He needs to be the third string in your marriage. The middleman. It needs to be three people. You, your husband, and God. Not you and your husband and then God somewhere else. You need to make sure that you having God in your corner and in, 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 why you involved in this thing. I'm telling you, don't get it twisted. Your marriage is not going to save you from going to hell. I just, I'm just a vessel. So, y'all. It's getting kind of long. Let me go ahead and wrap this up. <laughs> but those are some of the main things that I want to talk about. I want to talk about those three or four things that I mentioned. One, know your why. Know your why. Know your why. If you do not know your why, the enemy knows you don't know your why. And he going to come after your whole neck. <laughs> he going to come after you. It's going to be harder than it is. It's going to be harder than it should be because you don't know your why. And your why needs to be that I love God. And I'm doing this because I love God. I'm not doing this because you God trying to give me something. I don't care. That's not why I'm doing this. That's not why I'm doing this. I'm doing this because I'm giving my body as a living sacrifice. So, devil, you can do what you want to do. Two, number two, guard your heart. Guard your gates because he is going to come. Even if you do have a why and you know your why, he is going to come at you and put things in your face and all kinds of stuff going to be going on around you. But don't you unfold. Don't you fold. Sorry. Don't you fold because of what you see. Remember, we, we are faith walkers. We are faith walkers, not what we see. It's what we believe in our heart, what the Lord has shown us. Okay. So that's another thing. Don't get tripped up. Don't start tripping because of what you see. And don't get in your feelings about what you see. And that's the number three. Stay out your feelings. If you, we human, God understands we're human. That we get in our feelings sometimes. But just as quick as you get in your feelings, get out your feelings. Don't be in your feelings operating in celibacy. Do not be in your feelings because things are going to be happening around you and you're going to be have to, you're going to have to stay out of your feelings. Take it from me. You ain't going to be able to operate in your feelings. What is that? What is a feeling? You cannot operate. You have to be sound minded walking this thing out because you're going to be led astray if you don't. Pray for a sound mind. Be led by the spirit. Say, Father God, lead me your spirit. Let your spirit lead me. Let your spirit lead me in this situation, God. God, I'm struggling. God, I need a perspective. God, I need a, a shift in my, in my eyesight. God, show me what you want me to see, God. Do it for me because I'm telling you, the enemy is going to come. He's going to come. So you need to be knowing your why and all that good stuff. Okay. Those, those are the main things that I've learned this year. Focus on God. 
that's the biggest one focus on your assignment he just because you single he just he don't mean that you ain't got nothing to do this is the best time of your life i promise you when you do get married you're gonna be looking back on your life like dang i miss being single bro <laughs> i miss it I, i'm already god already spoke he said you ain't gonna be single long he, he spoke this to me right so now I'm already in my feelings because I'm like, bro, I, 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 I'm enjoying this a little too much. And he like, okay, now I'm going to have to do something because you're enjoying this too much. But I promise you, it's the best time of your life. You'll be able to, oh, you're going to be able to do so much. Don't let the enemy trick you up and think, I can't do this because I ain't got no man. I can't do this because I ain't got no woman. And everybody else booed up. And everybody else laid up. Everybody else with their booze. Okay, and God got work for you to do. And when it's your time, it's your time, period. Like, that'll come. Paul tells us in the in the scriptures, don't worry about that. You go, you need to focus on your singleness. Read, I think that's first Corinthians, second Corinthians. I don't know which one of them, but it's there. Read those scriptures because God, Paul lets us know it's not baby, baby. Focus on your singleness. Enjoy your singleness. It's better for you to be single. That's what the word says. Okay. So we are here. We got, we got work to do. We have work to do. We got assignments focus on god i'm so excited about my next year i'm excited i'm excited i'm excited so i hope y'all like are excited that's listening to my podcast and i hope i've made you excited and i hope i've encouraged you guys to keep on if you're in your celibacy journey and you may be in year one you may be in year seven you hear my voice you may be just one week baby keep going keep going do not give up God has more. God has more. He's been speaking that. And I'm here. I'm a living witness. If I would have, all I had to do is obey and all this stuff is happening. And the peace that I have from not doing that, just from being with God, is abundant, y'all. It's abundant. It's abundant. I wish that I could give it away. I wish I could just hug all y'all. I'm like, get some of this peace. <laughs> Don't worry about that. That's a time and a place for that. People be worried about that. That is not what you need to be worried about. Worry about the things of God. Worry about the things of God. The Bible tells us, seek ye first the kingdom of God. And all those things will be added unto you. That is the scripture for the year, y'all. Y'all got to understand this. That stuff will be added unto you. Don't focus on that. Don't let the enemy trick you up. Cast down those thoughts when they come in your mind. and Start thinking crazy and thinking, thinking, as they say. Don't worry about the enemy because he's doing his job, his old dusty self. But tell him the devil is a lie. Greater is in me than that he is in the world. So whatever you showing me, devil, I don't care. God says that I'm going home. And if a requirement is for me to keep myself, I'm keeping myself. Period. You can say what you want. You can do what you want. I'm not giving it up. So again, y'all, this is the Bad Girls Go Good podcast. I'm your host, Shakira Edwards, and I pray y'all have a blessed day. I will be back with some more stuff. God got me, got me, he got me doing stuff, y'all. Stay tuned because I got some more stuff coming. Like, that I think is really going to help everybody in me. So, <laughs> y'all just wait for it. Just wait on it. Okay, God got me on assignments. Uh, I got to get these assignments together. I'm telling you. So, I'm excited about this next year that God is doing in my celibacy walk and what he's doing. And I hope that I encourage you guys to be encouraged too and be happy about what God is doing in your life. So, I'll talk to y'all soon. So, y'all be blessed. Bye.